go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the night! Ah. Hold on to your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nights and Nerds podcast. We are a podcast for all things nerd. My name is Chris. I'm here with Sam. Oh, John and Sean. That's right, folks. <laughs> John is in the house. He surprised us today. Wow, this we didn't know. This is like the la- uh, first time in a while we've all been in the same room together. Yeah, it's I been know, a long right? time. It's, well, happy uh, New Year! Yeah. Hey. Did you guys have a fun New Year, by the way? Uh, pretty, yeah, it was pretty little, good. Till I started puking. Yeah. Yeah, it got. Did you it make, got, did, it got out of hand. Did you make it till midnight? <laughs> Oh god, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. All right. Yeah, I saw the text game night. Yeah, no, it was fine, but I just didn't eat anything all day. Yeah, well, whose fault is that? Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, yeah, you guys like uh, a lot of booze, not a lot to eat. Yeah, that's that, not a good uh, thing. Not a good camera. I blame no, Amy on that. One. Not for like the long term. Amy was the one like, I'll go grab some chips. But wow, they never came. <laughs> They're like your future wife under the bus. Twenty nineteen <laughs> off to a hot start here. What do we have a trivia game? Uh, we do not, unfortunately. Okay. Um, Sam, give us some trivia. Um, uh... <laughs> well, what, co- what, country, you know the what country recently landed on the moon? Oh, it's China. Yeah. No, okay. Well, okay. That was obvious. They just uh, landed on the was... dark side of the moon. Yeah. Yeah. Now trivia's done, I guess. So. Yes. <laughs> That's it for the year. No. Uh, so, so I did not know they were so into Floyd in, uh, on yeah. China. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, great job. <laughs> anyway, yeah, since it's job. the uh, this is actually the first episode of the new year, we're going to do the year in review for 2018. Yay! Uh, always the, looking backwards. Yeah, always looking back, but looking forward. There are movies that are coming out and are already out that are select, and those are the Oscar movies. So we will kind of not talk too too much about those, and we'll have. Wait till and closer a, in a to few Oscar. weeks when the Oscars happen, yeah. then we'll start to talk about the are, other movies. They're announced at the end of this month, from so I believe what the twenty yeah. second. Voting just started uh, Sunday. So. Yeah, yeah, so we will know the nominees soon. And then Oscars, I think, are in the twenties. I think of February twenty second, maybe. Yeah, I think it's something like that. It's end of yeah, February. So I, I think I think we'll have a discussion at least on hopefully all the best picture noms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, last uh, year, last then, year we uh, talked about it a bunch. Too, and then so. closer to uh, usually the day before or of the Oscars, uh stay tuned for Sam and my third annual Oscar you pickums. Um <laughs> we don't pick them out of our ass. <laughs> no, of course. Although we've gotten better cuz we're actually seeing these yeah, movies. We're starting now. to see them. Yeah. So. Well, actually that leads me to another thing and we talked about this earlier before, but uh, last year, we Sam and I saw most of the best picture films. Yeah, I saw about two. half. You saw about half, and I think you saw about half as well, right? Yeah, John? maybe a little more. Something like yeah. That. So yeah. this year, I think you guys are going to do the same thing, but I'm going to change my up. I'm watching all of the foreign films. Yeah, good luck with that. All I'm going to watch all films? the foreign ones, <laughs> yeah. including wow. the uh, the shorts. Uh, no, 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 best foreign. Yeah, not the short, not the not, shorts, not the shorts. There's no foreign. Oh, is shorts. there no shorts? It's just they just do shorts. Oh, some man. of them happen to be foreign. Oh, okay. It's just my time is limited now, so I can't see all the best picture movies. Yeah. So, I'd so rather... you think foreign seeing all the foreign ones will be easy? <laughs> no, I think just watching obscure <laughs> all the three-hour well, multi. Let's, let's put it this ones? way: they're more likely to be online. 
than in the most right. of them are select theaters you online know? in very uh, heavy quotations here <laughs> well i mean fire stick is available for sale everywhere, whoa so. hey we do not condone or endorse uh, <laughs> that sort of activity on this podcast yeah nor do we condone or endorse the bird box challenge but 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 you know but by all do means it go ahead I'm you can do it anyway and if you are planning on doing it we encourage it because people, the idiotic people, you know, yeah. we kind of want them off the just, planet. Just speaking of the bird box challenge, did you see the uh, the kicker do it? The guy, the placeholder had a uh, blindfold, but he was holding it with his chin. Do you and know the, the kicker had a blindfold too, and they he kicked it, and perfect field goal. <sighs> too bad the Bears didn't sign him. Could we, well, could we double double speaking of bird box here? Uh, just going to give a quick rundown of what we're going to be talking tonight. Uh We've got our best of lists, which we mentioned, but that will be the last thing we talk about. Uh, before then, we're going to... What's our run order here? We're going to talk vi- uh, Bird Box. Uh, Bandersnatch first. Bird Boxes and Bandersnatches. We're going off <laughs> of the viral... <laughs> oh, that flows way too easily. <laughs> we're going to talk about all the viral Netflix shit from over the holidays. And Vice. Yep. Yes. Um, and and then, uh, Buster Scruggs, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I'll pitch you Ballad of Buster Scruggs. How's yes. that? Okay. Because I don't think any of you guys have actually seen it, right? No, I think we've yeah. all seen it. I haven't seen it. Wait, you guys haven't seen no, it? No. Have haven't you seen it. Ballad of yeah, Buster Yeah, you want to talk Buster? We'll talk. <laughs> we could do a little bit of that. Scruggs talk! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool we could do a little bit of that. Like ever since, <laughs> ever since that uh, mutual podcast we listened to, he mentioned that, that movie, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I have a coworker who keeps swearing by it, and I'm like, eh, eventually I'll see it. I swear. But uh, like it's yeah. a Coen Brothers western. Like those yeah. are usually good. Yeah. yeah. So, but then the, uh, there's also a bunch of other movies that I have finally yeah. seen, we, and I'll just read off the yeah. numbers. We, the we got some one hitters. We've seen a lot of movies since last we've talked. So yeah, that's true. Let's um let's not waste any more time. And talk about the one thing I haven't seen that we're all talk about is Bird Box. Hey, Bird oh, Box! I thought we were doing Bandersnatch first. No, no, Bird Box. No, well, let's just, Bird Box first. Let's okay. just let's let's put that blindfold on and do whatever <laughs> the hell else happens in that movie with Sandra Bullock. All right, so, uh, Netflix so, original movie. So I I have not seen this, and I'm going to ask a question. So is this just uh, was it a Quiet Place but with blindfolds? Uh, it's like a Quiet Place, and. The uh, and the happening have a love child, and then they're so disgusted by it they put a blindfold on it. So, <laughs> giving a bigger boy review oh, or okay. highlight about the movie, it's pretty much this woman who is responsible for these two children is trying to escape what appears to be monsters that make you see your worst fear, and in order to prevent yourself from dying because if you see your worst fear people have been committing suicide in order for that not to happen you have to wear blindfolds yeah and then it's about her journey down the river with these two children to find this safe place and it's there's a bunch of backstory yeah it explains what happened over the years how it started how it started well not how it started but how it started for her yeah so it's a pretty end of the world type story nothing too crazy john malkovich is there Yep, John. Wait. That that surprised me. No idea he was in that movie, and yeah. loved every second of it. Oh, is he, no, is he yeah. in there as one of the worst nightmares? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. So who was who's the black guy? I have no idea who okay. that guy was. Sorry, I don't. I, I know. Look uh, at his name. Oh God, was it Machine Gun Kelly? No, because that's who I think. Because uh, I know Machine Gun Kelly was in there, but I think yeah. it was also another. What uh, the actor who was the the, the love interest? Uh, yeah, 
I, I I believe I've looked him up and I'm like, I don't Josh know any of these movies. Um, yeah, no. So uh, the reason they call it Bird Box is because Sandra Bullock finds a couple of birds in a cage, decides to adopt them, and then soon turns out that um, the birds can sense when the monsters are close. Hence the Bird Box. So she keeps them in a box as they're going down the river to keep them safe. What's his name? Oh, okay. I'm dying with I his name. I thought that Can was a thing where you put the birds in like a black box to keep them quiet and like safe or whatever. No, no. Oh, okay. No. Wow, so it's even dumber. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Black guy was in Moonlight. What's his no, name? That's going to help anybody. What's yeah. his name? Because <laughs> um, I definitely... Because Tom. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is a different guy? No, no, no. He's it's like the, the number two guy. guy. It's Number two guy. guy. Was he the one from... Um, Do you have a picture? No, the guy, fr- yeah, the guy from um, Get Out is also in this movie. Yeah. Is that dude? This is... Yes. This is incredible radio. <laughs> Trevor <laughs> Rhodes. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know if we could go any further about how the story of this movie is pretty straightforward, pretty yeah. simple. Um, spoiler alert. You do not get to see the monsters. Yeah, you don't, which kind of... Well, you did say spoiler alert. So. Yeah, I did say spoiler alert. You saw the movie. No, he said no. he didn't. Oh. These two did not. Yeah. We did. Apparently, we're the only one who pay attention to Were you planning on seeing this movie? I was. I, just, I would, it, it no. I, I mean, been, listen, listen. There's been some oh, Sopranos rerun marathons on HBO. <laughs> it's taken up a lot of my time. Look, I thought you saw it. My <laughs> no. bad. That's um, my bad. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I really did. Like It kept me on the edge of my seat. I like. I didn't know what was going to happen next. Um, I mean, you kind of, because she's on the boat with the kids and then the flashbacks, there's no kids yet. She's pregnant. And then the pregnant lady shows up. So the whole time you're kind of like, which kid is, which, which one is hers? She doesn't want to be a parent. So she actually named the kids boy and girl. Okay. We're, do we want to go even further down? Because John well, look, is, is just, just shaking just, his no, head. No, I mean, if you want to talk the movie, talk the movie. Literally, literally the, the opening scene is she's like, I don't want to be a mom. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Here's some adoption uh, oh, pamphlets. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Like immediately, like that's the first thing, and then stuff ha- starts uh, happening. Did you, but, is the movie scary? No, no. It's very suspenseful. It's very suspenseful, but there's no scares. Um, yeah, and then it's it's very much end of the world type thing, like almost like a mist in a way. Yeah, like um, they they go to like a grocery store. Yeah, so it's point. about yeah. the acting pretty much. <laughs> I mean, John Malkovich was great. Really yeah. liked him. Sandra Bullock also good. Liked her. Yeah. Um, Trevent Rhodes is, is what his name is. Yeah. He was also really good in it. Yeah. Uh, uh, the kids were really good. They were not annoying. Yes. Because you know how that's I feel a, about kids in movies. Yeah. Hence yeah. yeah that's, that's a tough the uh, the demon needle the, to thread is kids yeah, in movies. Yeah, kids in a movie. But no, these Especially two kids. end of the world movies. Yeah, these yes. two, they're like five years old. So you're like, oh boy, this is gonna be bad. But no, like it was like their reactions and everything were genuine and like the the way like the little girl was adorable and like like I I yeah. They were just really cute kids. Could could I do minor segue here? Yeah. Each of us pick one. Mount Rushmore of annoying kids in horror <laughs> end of the world movies. Uh, the girl in War of the Worlds. Yeah, I Sean. think I think Damn. that takes it. Though. I think that's the. I think there Dakota is no Mount Fanning Rushmore. That's the Mount Fanning Everest. War of the Worlds. Okay, all right. So there's there's just the one. Quick segue. It's okay. just four pictures of Dakota Fanning. Yeah. <laughs> Mount Everest, or I mean, even the the boy from Signs. 
Oh, um, the girl was Sheard's perfect. But... Culkin? Col- yeah, Macaulay I, Culkin's younger brother? Kieran is that Culkin? really? Yeah. Oh, no, it's oh. not Kieran Culkin. It's a, it's a third Culkin. Oh, it's the other oh. other one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, there I was a third him. Culkin on the grassy knoll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh... Him in Signs was, was another bad one that I couldn't really... Yeah, handle too, right. too much. I need to rewatch Signs. It was it's on, <laughs> for some reason it's been on lately, like yeah, sci-fi or oh, TNT or something. Getting ready for uh, for Glass to come out, showing Pro- probably. But you think of... they'd actually show Unbreakable or yeah, uh, I know, right? What's what's the Split. other one? Split, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, uh, yeah. So Bird Box, it was actually one of the better Netflix movies out there. I would say. Has Netflix actually come out with another good movie? Uh, yes, I would say this one is probably on par with, uh, what, what did we see, Outlaw King? Yeah. We watched Outlaw King? I'd that say was, it's probably that, I think on par. that, at the moment, has the crown of best out Netflix movie. Right. right. As we speak, yes. Okay. Ooh. Um, as we teaser. speak, yes. A little teaser going forward. Oh, uh, boy, for you two, at least. Um, but, but <laughs> no, it's, um, no, it's probably one of the better, one yeah. of the better movies, and... You know, I enjoyed watching it. It really wasn't yeah. bad to me at all. For a uh, fact that it was like over two hours long, that like for a while that put me off because I was like, "Oh man, I gotta set aside two hours of my time watch this movie." It's not like I can watch this before I go to bed because then I'd have to go to bed at like eight o'clock to go fall asleep at a normal hour. So I was like, "Okay, yeah." But yeah, it like the time flew by, and I know a lot of people have a problem with the ending. Yeah, I. I'm I was okay. okay with it. I was indifferent. Yeah, whatever. So, it's interesting concept. Yeah. I still don't understand how the 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 thing that annoyed me the most about the ending was how the monsters couldn't. Again, spoil alert. Yeah, don't listen if you don't want to. Oh, I don't even <laughs> want to know how do the monsters? How can the monsters avoid that place? So how uh, do they avoid that? Because the burst a warning system. Right. It's not protection. Right. Well, it's a warning system. So if the monsters try to get in, like they're coming, the birds signal, and then everybody just covers their eyes. What is like? Yeah, but they end up in a bird sanctuary. They've also been implying that the monsters are physical beings as well. Right. Because they so so they can actually harm you. So what's the deal with just closing your eyes? Because they're still gonna get at you. They just stab your eyes out. Well, I know the monsters don't physically hurt anybody. But they're, like, knocking trees down and stuff to chase after them. I know, Clearly, but, there's a physical yeah. presence there. I wish I knew Did where... Did he start going after the birds? <laughs> no, not that I oh, know okay. Um, it was nor... definitely, like, a mix of happening in there, though. Oh, yeah. Well, it felt like the happening because it was, like, the trees start moving and stuff. Start, like, the wind blows, and you're like, oh, it's the trees. But, yeah. no, it's better you want to go, happening. no, ma'am. No, ma'am. We gotta go to the bird box. Blue <laughs> guy. We got a monster here. Yeah. Um. But no, it was pretty good. So you want to rate it, give it your number? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, I think I, I, I put it on par with the ritual. Um, I gave it a 7-3. All right. I gave my, I gave it Bird Box an 8. Wow. Yeah. So very enjoyable, actually. And you know what? Given the ending, like we talked about, it wasn't really disappointing. So Yeah. Do we want to just really quickly talk Bird Box from like a Netflix business kind of thing? Because it seems like second mo- second year in a row now... They've dropped kind of big, kind of pulpy genre pieces like around Christmas time to create some buzz. Last year, obviously, we had Bright, which right. was probably up until that point far and away the best Netflix movie. 
Yeah. Which, again, was an at, incredibly at low point. bar at the time. At yeah. that point, yes. Yes. Um, I, I feel like Netflix this year, I mean, they started off on a horrible note with yeah. uh, Cloverfield. Um, Do we want to save this for after we talk about the other Netflix ones? Uh, like a business perspective? Or I can go now. I guess what was interesting to me with this movie is that there was a clear attempt from Netflix to like make this movie viral. Like, yeah. Not necessarily promoted in a traditional way, which isn't to say they didn't run commercials or anything like that. They did, but like I've actually read some articles of like like people like tweeting at Netflix accounts that don't actually seem like real people, pretty much trying to be like viral and shit. So how I've, else would Netflix were how else would Netflix movies and TV shows spread though? Well, like regular I commercials. I mean, just in the same way you would online ads, stuff like that, promoted social media stuff. I think it's an efficient way, though. An efficient marketing tool instead of spending millions of dollars with the ads. It is, and it's like, um, I don't know, kind of kind of perfect. I mean, like, they're trying to target essentially people our age and younger. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know? know? I mean, you look at most, like, what, 90% of the stuff on Netflix is really, like, for younger people? Yeah. yeah. What, I think it's pretty easy to say. What I'm impressed by most with the Netflix um, movies, at least, is they're able to capture actors and actresses that are A-listers. Mm. Yeah. Um, whereas you you run into too many instances where you have like these Hulu originals and sometimes Amazon originals. Not really Amazon anymore, yeah. but they have like B-lists, C-lists. Yeah, like, but then um, you, you get Sandra Bullock. She's Oscar yeah. winning. Yeah, like, I mean, there's like, I'm just looking through the IMDb real quick. There's at least two or three, four Oscar nominees in the cast. Yeah. Like, But yeah. like, like compare this to, so I watched Puka this year um what was puka puka is it's a uh a christmas time horror movie uh psychological thriller i guess you would say um uh, it was on hulu it's part of the uh was it into the dark or something like there are at darker like at night or something like hulu puts out a bunch of horror movies Hulu after dark yeah pretty much um but, but i mean like i i watched it and it was like I, I, there was like two or three actors or actresses where I was like, "Oh, that person from the, I, I know the face." Yeah. Um. So like, is it a commercial? Maybe. Yeah. It, and then I'm like on IMDb going through. I'm like, I don't remember any of these movies. Um, but yeah, but compare that to you know Netflix where so last year Netflix, I mean. The bar, like we said, was set low. Bright was probably the best right. movie from this last is year. Just for movies too, like the TV yeah. shows have had been yeah. quality oh, yeah. for, but I mean, almost from the jump. But, but for like, for movies wise, I definitely, I mean, this is sort of tying into what we're talking about at the end. But the movies this year definitely took a step up mm. in quality. There's a lot more. Um, like you just look at our the list of movies that we reviewed this year. We did do a lot of you know Netflix movies, but they weren't terrible movies. Like some of them were. Yeah. Um, but like, but they were intriguing. They enough to pull us in. They weren't, you know, really bad, stupid, like rom-coms or something. Right. Well, I mean, they've, according to Netflix, which again, you know, who knows what this actually means. Maybe people watch it for a second. Maybe they watch the entire thing front to back, but, uh, 45 million views. I actually have an answer for that. Oh, the, the 45 million views were only accounts that watched at least 70% of it. That's that's it's pretty still, good. That's, that's would, pretty huge. I would say that's like a real screen. Yeah. So, um, you know, if good. you translate that, even though it's really not fair, 
But if you translated that to like the average movie ticket, that's like eight bucks. Uh, you know, yeah, eight nine bucks. So that's you know four hundred million dollars. Yeah. No, that's and that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's really good. Worldwide. And I don't think this is this. I don't think there's any way this thing gets nominated for an Oscar no, at all. No. no. Um, but there are Netflix movies out there that are getting buzzed this year. Yes. So as some did last year. Right. Um, yeah, they had Mudbound last year. Yeah, and then they, a couple of years ago they had um, the Idris Elba uh, African Warlord one that was nominated. Yeah, uh, it was like Children of No Nation. Beast of No Nation. Oh, Beast of No Nation. That was great. I love that. That was movie. two that years was really ago. Good. I felt like that was more. Yeah, it feels long. I think it was yeah. two. It might have been. It could have been three. Because I, I talked about it on the on the yeah, podcast. Oh well, there you go. So I believe it was two years ago. Um, no, well, you're right. Netflix. But we shall we continue on with the next? Well, did you see another Netflix movie you want to you want to pitch uh, us on? Yeah, three years ago for Beast. Well, we're talking Netflix. We can do yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? Go ahead, I do. Why not? I do this now. So, uh, I actually watched uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of that one. Okay. Oh wait. Well, yeah. which one? We no. We'll Hold talk. Well, let's let's talk Scruggs. Actually. We haven't talked Scruggs yeah. yet. Go ahead. Do we want to do Ballad of Buster Scruggs now? All right. Go we'll scrug. do it. We'll do it really quick. Scrug it up. We're gonna we're gonna knock out a couple movies here. Some of us have seen before and. Okay, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, released by uh, Netflix, is the latest movie from the Coen Brothers, which is essentially five different um, tales. It's kind of like an anthology movie, almost folklorish, right? But without yeah, the almost like almost yeah, like could be fables even. In a yeah, way. Okay, yep. Um, yep. And they're pretty different. They're all in the Wild West, though. They all have some sort of element of. I think a lot of it's like about mortality and stuff like that. I'd say a lot well, of I'd death. say almost all of them yeah. are about mortality. Yeah, I, I actually. Yeah. I don't. Th- yeah, I don't want to. S- I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> Which crazy to say with the Coen Brothers. Um, <laughs> it's got s- uh, sort of like a dark humor to it. Oh yeah, I'll give you that. Like the Coen Brothers. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they don't. They don't disappoint with this. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, so from like five thousand feet here. So there's five stories. Unfortunately, I think. The two at the beginning are the strongest ones. I think the rest of the movie is fine. There's like the fourth one's good or okay, and is the last the one's alright. No, that's definitely not the order. Okay. <laughs> that one, okay. So. I like the last one a lot, a lot with the bounty hunters. Okay. I like that one a lot. And then the first two, I can, I have to agree with you. The first two. The first one was easily the best. Yeah, but the you know the first two, the one so with the James Franco. One, yeah, to give you it just kind. Of, so the first one is the Battle of Buster Scruggs, which is the eponymous. Uh, well, I don't think I used that word right. Scratch that, <laughs> Sam. Get rid of that shit. I don't want that out there. Um, no, so it's it's called the Battle of Buster Scruggs. Essentially, a singing cowboy that you know feel, uh, familiar sort of from the fifties, sixties, which essentially also is like a mass murder and just fucking kills everybody. Um, is it good? Excellent gunman, great yeah. singer, and that's his shtick. Yeah. Right. That's what it is. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, sorry. So, um, so which, which, so which ones didn't you like? Um, there was, the orator one was, it was just long. It was long. I, you know what? I really did enjoy the minor. The guy, the guy who tried to find gold, like discover gold. Oh yeah, that I was really like that, that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, are there six of them? I think that. So there's the. No, there's six. Yeah, James there's Franco. The, there's the um, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Then there's the Order, Order the, the Miner, the Miner, the Wild West, tra- the Wagon Train. Ooh, and that then, one was good too. Yeah. 
And then the uh, bounty hunters at All the right, end. So maybe there's one that's like kind of slow, throws the rest of the movie a little bit off kilter. Although it's got a decent punchline. But it like just takes a while. To, like Sam would like it. It's very dark. Sam would definitely <laughs> like it. Um, but yeah. th- that said, the cinematography in this movie was so awesome. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. I don't, I don't, I mean, I would put this in the category for Oscars for cinematography. Um, if not, it's not going to get actor or supporting, whatever. It's not going to get that. It's, if anything, a original screenplay. Maybe. maybe. Um, but I can't see that, I can't see this movie not being nominated for something. Yeah. It's a long movie. I think it's their their longest at like might be over two and a half hours. No, this was at one point a TV show, or at least was going to be pitched as one, which would be pretty obvious to see why because it was six different you know yeah things. Um, is is this? Oh, I gotta check the time. I want it's I it's way it's it. definitely like significantly over two hours. Um, but and it feels kind of long, which is never great, but. You don't stay on any one particular topic for long, so it's it's kind of nice. The but. fact that it's broken up into six kind of short stories. Yeah. It, I think it really I think helps. I need to revisit it because I thought, dude. Okay, let me just ask you one thing though. Uh, the guy who's looking for gold. Did you know that's how pan ha- uh, panning for gold works? Uh, did I realize that that's how it works, or do I think that's how it works? I don't think that's how it works. Oh, but I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not a gold digger. I thought the whole thing is there's gold in the river. So you're trying to find specks of gold in the river. But but he's searching this for the dude ore. was yeah, trying to find ore. So he was digging shit up. Then, you know, seeing like, okay, got a little bit of gold here. I must be closer. A little less here. I must be further. You know, do a grid or whatever. And then he rinses it in the river. I don't know. A lot right. of uh, not not the first. I've seen a lot of people be like, "Dude, I didn't know that's what panning for gold is." I didn't know what that was. That's how it really happened. Anyway, what whatever the story that it came like, it was yeah. a big part of the story, but it was kind of not the point of the story. Right? So. No, it was. Uh, it's a real it's, pan shot of a movie. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, that said, uh, easily, easily, Netflix's best movie. Yeah, actually, I Ever. probably would say that. Yeah. Easily Netflix's best movie. Um, and again, this is kind of one of the top movies that I think will be nominated for a bunch of things in the Oscars. So, I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but I, I hope I hope it gets some some love somewhere. Yeah, I think it will be Maybe nominated. Maybe it will for the writing. I think it will, I think it will be nominated, definitely. Um, what did you give it? An 8.7. I'm going to give it an 8.5. Okay. So it's right along the same lines. So I think that you're right. I think uh, it would have got the nine if it was maybe a little bit shorter. Yeah, I think there's a little editing there. I mean, listen, there isn't a single Coen Brothers movie that I haven't watched on a second time and like enjoyed it more on the second time and yeah. like picked up things and seen th- new things I didn't pick up the first time. And I all can't that. imagine it would be any different watching this a second time around because yeah. a lot of the, the the last one was a lot of talking. But there's a, probably so much stuff you don't even notice when you're watching it first. Sure. That you're, you're simply just trying to figure out what's going to happen, but now you actually can sit down and listen. It's also one of those things, too, where it's like, I was watching it with my dad, and like we were all like jacked up on that first one, and then the rest of the movie was just not like that at all. Not to say the rest of the movie wasn't good, but it was just like, you know... It was a like, different... It could've, I could have watched two hours of the Buster Scruggs thing. Yeah, it was totally different. Right. Yeah, so... No, but it, yeah, 
All right. Uh, we, I recommend it for you guys. Sam, you would definitely like this. Uh, Sean, I don't know. Maybe. I think you like the Coen Brothers. I'm not too sure. I do. Okay. Then you probably like <laughs> why, it. Why I think it's I more of like his alley yeah, than yours. Yeah, the, the, the uh, King of Darkness over here would really like it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, shall we move on to the other Netflix movie? There's so much Netflix right now. I know. Well, why don't, Chris, you saw Roma. We, we'll, we'll talk Roma a little bit more later. Yeah. What was your quick take on uh, this? Quick take, it is you have to understand going into this movie that you were watching Spanish. In the Life Of. No, no, no oh. it doesn't matter if it's Spanish, but it's in In the Life Of movie. Or a day okay. in the life of movie. I gotcha. kind of didn't notice, didn't realize that as I was originally watching it. Oh, okay. Um, it's a uh, different film style. And it's, I can see why everybody's talking so much about it. And they're giving a lot of love to this. And it, as, it should. It should. It's got its very low points in the movie. It doesn't, never, ever has a high point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I don't think it has any music. And I think it would be a little bit better if it did have more. Um, but it's the storyline is just so far out there that you kind of get in-depth in it. And it really shocks you at some points. That said, I don't think this deserves the best picture talk that it's getting. Uh, but definitely one of the movies that will be maybe top or maybe top one or two of best foreign film of Oscar-worthy material. So... Um, definitely pitch it to you guys as a day in the life of you have to know that you have to know that going into this movie <laughs> All right. do not expect the greatest of acting but expect a decent story where you are going to feel things it's not going to be one of those mundane things like when you first start watching it's Mexico City in the 70s it's going to be boring but it's really not that you will hit certain points alright All right. Um, definitely Ooh. recommend it still Netflix a little bit too long yeah, um, but that you all know that, that on, that's like, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Yeah, oh. so it's like 15 minutes too long, probably. Pretty much like every other Netflix movie that's out there. Yeah, I think so. I think part of that is to get directors and stuff to do it. You yeah, know, they don't they don't really pass on notes or anything like that. Of like, hey man, it's a little too long. Yeah, so. but, zero uh, interference from the production. Here's another thing, thing that could be could it just be the setting by which you're watching it? Uh, it. It like, could be rather than because you're sitting at home, you might notice the length a little bit more than say in a theater where you're sort of. Trapped. No, I would feel I would feel the same like way. Like a bird box, <laughs> yeah, like a bird box. Only in the sense that it's Mexico. There's not it's city, and then it's also country, so it's all plain and stuff. And the way he shoots it, and I I don't know the word for this, but there is literally no upward camera movement or downward. It is all horizontal. Every okay. single shot you see. So everything's basically like tripod shots. It's horizontal. Okay. I think he filmed it on uh, Samsung 60 or something. It sounds like a telephone. I don't know if it's a real <laughs> camera or not, but I think it's a telephone. It, prob- okay. it could be a, a phone. It could be, but it's not. It's never. You'll never go vertical. The, the camera mount itself will go vertical, but you will never look at an upward angle okay. or down. It will never go up or down. It's always horizontal. Okay. okay. Um, Every shot was specifically laid out for this reason. And you'll notice it when you watch it. You'll notice it. Okay. Um, So, that said, I gave it a 7-9. I think, again, a little bit of music, I would have bumped it up to 8s, middle 8s. That's that's a pretty strong strong score for a movie that 
I think we could kind of agree is more it's closer to Oscar bait than it's, what we it's normally It's a 100% Oscar yeah. bait movie. Yeah. But um, it's apparently the director's kind of play, not play on his life, but it's kind of part um, yeah. biography almost. But um, yeah, I, I'll recommend it for you guys just to watch. If you want to watch an Oscar bait movie, that's kind of where it is. And especially since it it's getting best picture. It will definitely be in the conversation. Yeah, sure. yeah it will be. Um, so 7-9 seven, 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 for Roma on Netflix also. Um, so yeah, and then uh, we'll st- I guess we might as well stay in the Netflix sphere. You guys all saw, b- what is it? Bandersnatch. 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 It's what is it? The choose your own. So goosebumps. Bandersnatch is a very special episode of Black Mirror, um, which I'm sure most of you guys have heard of. Um, it's essentially, as Chris mentioned, a choose your own adventure. Which I just was thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking we don't do spoilers. No spoilers. Because finding your way through okay. only maybe very high level sort yeah. of, All right. of yeah. what All happens right. you know, that's when fine. you get there. That's fine. Because I think that's part of there, it. There are some like small things that we can easily talk about. That yeah. Don't. I mean, we can talk about stuff that happens on the way. Yeah. Less so maybe the endings. Anyway. Yes. So Bandersnatch, the whole thing about it is it's much like um, you know games and originally books. Choose your own adventure. So... You reach a certain plot point, and you get to... Usually, it's a binary choice between two yeah. things, and you make a choice, and you sort of go off on your own path. Um, I thought it's it's tough to divorce um, the, the actual show from the gimmick. Mm-hmm. And I say gimmick, it's part of it. Like, it's... Yeah. It's... It is a gimmick, but it's it's to- it's, it's it's part of it's part of the it, experience. Yeah, it it, yeah. it is the movie, right? Yeah, exactly. It's I couldn't if you just made this without it or some other way, I think it would just really lose its luster. Yeah, it wouldn't it wouldn't make much sense. Which is to say, I think the show as a whole, if it didn't have it, wouldn't be that great. Because um, mm. I I overall liked it. I, I think yeah yeah I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was. Uh, well done. Um, I loved some of the choices we had to make. Like the very first choice is choosing what kind of cereal you want to eat. Right. They they kind yeah. of and then and then you uh, the soundtrack you listen to at yeah. one point. Uh, definitely. Uh, we'll always go with Thompson Twins. Yeah. Um, Sam, what did what did you think overall? Uh, so I feel sort of two things. As a movie, this I didn't think this was very good, but as it just. As something else, I'm intrigued. Mm. Like, if you ask me, how is, this, how is this as a movie? I'm like, as a movie, it was incoherent. And, like, it had to set up so much in the beginning that you'd almost set up nothing. Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, ends you go through and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's really... I think we ended up hitting... So, the three of us actually watched it together, which I would definitely recommend watching this with yes, other people. Yes, you need to. This feels it's, like a group activity. Yeah, yes. it's very... It's it's a lot better that way. Um, so, I thought... Like we said, there was a lot of options that just kind of didn't lead anywhere. I mean, sort of purposely. Like, you know, yeah. the story ends, but it sort of ends too soon. We, yeah, it's, it's... It's a bit of a spoiler. But realistically, there's one story. Right. Yes. And there's that's one actual story. And then there's all these other branching arcs that will lead you in interesting places, but ultimately are dead ends. 
Right. Yes. It's it's less of a choose your own adventure and more of a maze. Yes. Yeah, I think yes. that's pretty fair. That's a very good way to put it. And it's just incredibly meta too because they talk about that. Like the yeah. the guy is essentially building. So to give you just what the plot is, it's a boy who's well, I don't know, young adult, whatever. He's building a video game based on a book that's a choose your own adventure book, and he's this is like in the eighties, yeah. so he's developing this for you know Atari or whatever, um, and it's essentially. You know, he's building a uh, choose-your-own-adventure game while you're playing him. And it even gets, without spoiling it, even another sort of meta level on top of that. But, yeah, I I thought as an experience it was great. I don't know mm-hmm. what the re... You know, like, we sort of reached what I thought was kind of the f- most fulfilling end. Yes. And I actually had looked, Sean, there were, like, a couple other endings that were quote-unquote true endings oh, that we, that we didn't hit, but it didn't seem like it was really much. So. Yeah. And, like, I kind of don't... I'm not that interested enough to go back. Yeah, yeah it, it's tough because I feel like if, um, if there were skip buttons, I, I'd be okay with going back. Because, yeah, if you could save your progress or something. Yeah, if or, you like, could, yeah. I, can I jump to this Yeah, one? because uh, there was one choice. choice that we did where it was a choice between the toy and packs, and we, um, which doesn't spoil anything. Um, but we chose one of them and I kind of want to see what happens if you choose the other right? kind of thing. Like, you know, what path does that bring us down? Um, but that was, you know, two thirds of the way through the movie or through our watching experience, um, which kind you know, I don't want to go all that was, that was the end. It was almost the end though. But I think you have to do like, there's a few other important things that have to happen. It's, it's not even it's choose your own adventure, but it's very much a loop sometimes too. Yeah. Like how long? I mean, how long do we end up watching the whole thing? Not for? long. It was. I think it only took like forty five minutes for us to watch it. No, I think it was two hours actually. I think it was. Maybe was two it really? Hours. Yeah. Well, there you go. Made time fly by. Yeah. It is fun though. I mean, you do get to see a little of everything, and it's funny because the the choice that you think is going to fuck you up doesn't necessarily always screw you up. Yeah. And you know choices. I don't know if I'll say that. So, <laughs> overall, I think it gets a recommendation from me. We don't really rate shows. I don't think I think this is going to be impossible to rate past the thumbs up or a thumbs okay. down. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I would recommend it. Um, where do you guys stand? No, I definitely, definitely recommend this. Um, I, I'd recommend it as an experience, not as a movie. I, I feel like it was more of a game than a movie. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it reminds me of... Um, was it Telltale Games where it's like you know the choose your it's own It's very adventure. similar to Telltale. Um yeah. where you know your decisions make you decide you know oh you know maybe uh you know maybe if I choose this this person will live in like The Walking Dead cuz I love those games the Telltale Walking games you can choose who lives and who dies in this one it's like your decisions kind of I mean they're not as like huge as that um but it's uh it definitely it's it can get trippy at times. Yes. Um, <laughs> very, very trippy. Um, Not a bad one to do after a couple beers either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do know, uh, so there, there's like 10 possible endings that people have cut down to five true endings. Right. We found all five. Plus there's an Easter egg if you do things in a certain way that you can find in this. I don't know how we found it. Right. 
but we did. And like, I was reading articles and they're like, I don't know how I did it, but this is the sequence. First, I chose the, the, uh, frost, uh, the, the puff cereal. I was like, well, we didn't do that. Yeah. Maybe it's just like if the third true ending or whatever comes up. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's the order of how you get all the endings, which one you get last. Because mm-hmm. like we said, there's like that true, true, like that one ending that's like, that's yeah. the ending. Because that's I, the like Black Mirror ending. Yeah. You know? So I wonder if you get that one, that last, and don't go back. If, uh, if you got the Easter egg and you're confused, it's like a extra scene that you've seen before, but... The audio is different. Um, look it up online because uh, there, there's stuff to do with that. And people have cracked the code, if you would. So I think as if you're just looking at it as an episode, like the writing and acting or whatever, mm-hmm. the only thing I think I got to comment on with that is I thought Will Poulter, who's the uh, other the sort of uh, game designer that sort of leads this guy on a very dangerous firewalk. Yes. He was... He was making some choices in this, man. <laughs> what else? What was he? What was he in the X Men or the other universe? No, uh, he was in Maze Runner uh, yeah. universe. Uh, he was also oh god, what's it called? Um, uh, he was in the uh, Don Treader. Um, I was in Revenant. That's what I was thinking. Oh, about. you were thinking right? He was yeah. So. so, so for the guy Tom Hardy yells at at Revenant. If you want to see him uh, do some LSD, uh, spoiler alert. So I, I got one comment. Sure, it's it's a bigger picture comment. Like, why does everything have to be in the eighties? Because it was just better. Lately, yes, I I understand. Like. But like, I mean, there was no reason for the story to be in the eighties. Uh, but no, but isn't it isn't like the, the game that he was making though like very yeah. much a game from like that time? Yeah. It makes sense. You could make that game no, now. No, you can't. Yeah, you because can remember, you choose your own adventure. Yeah. And it's the definition of an open world. Yeah. Right. So okay. So he's making an open world game. Congrats. You work for uh, Ubisoft now. Like it doesn't quite work with the story. The fact that what every game up until that point was like very small, very simplistic, and he was like, here it's almost three D, and they're like, whoa. This is amazing. Like, this is top of the... Imagine putting that in today's today standard. Yeah, Sam, I don't disagree with you. Just this instance was like... I thought it actually sort of fit. It's not like this was like a rom-com set in the 80s. It's like, well, this could have been set in any time. It's like, no, this literally had to be set like in the time of early video games. It's just like nostalgia nowadays is starting to feel really manipulative. Maybe you're just getting grumpy in your old age. Maybe. Maybe. I'm I'm thinking you're becoming a grump. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we can't look back at this. Plus the 90s are like what's hot in the streets, dude. I don't know if you've checked. (laughs) 90s is common. You'll have your day. Right now we're solidly. I think it's 90s is like if you were like What's like what's actually hot out there? It's the nineties, not the eighties. Nineties, ninety. I will agree with you. Nineties is coming, but like, I you'll think be done with the nineties. Like, wasn't parachute years. pants the nineties, or was that late eighties? Uh, that was early nineties. Yeah, that was. 90s. They, they kind of bleed together at some point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Bandersnatch down. Chris, what's what's next on the docket? <laughs> uh, Vice, next on right? the docket is Vice. So this is a. Uh, I don't want to say this is Oscar bait movie, but this is. Oscar movie, Oscar worthy uh, movie. Well, it was until it was released. <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, this is the latest and greatest from the Adam McKay mindset here. 
He both wrote and directed this movie, and I believe he wrote and directed uh, The Big Short. Right, well... I think he also co-wrote it, but The Big yeah, Short was I mean, based Big off Short, of... Right, adapted from Michael Lewis's book of the same name about the financial crisis. This one, actually, I meant to check if it was an adaptation. I think it was just him. It was just him, and he did a bunch of, Well, supposedly did a bunch of research on uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney, so he... he uh, he he made a movie and it was a biopic. Yeah, pretty Tr- much a biopic. Yeah, I mean, I would say that would be traditionally what it you would call it. I guess it's either a biopic on Dick Cheney or just a documentary on executive power. Yeah, of, so uh, it's a unitary to, executive. Or yeah, or it's hard to. Um, the line is blurred. It is a blurred line, and. This is a very highly stylized movie, uh, definitely at some points. And, and just to comment on that, I love his style. The Big Short movie was one of my favorite movies. I mean, the Big movies. Short for me is like a 9 out of 10. Absolutely. Like not even absolutely. Nine, nine, five out of 10. Right. And I like that style. I like the breakup of the different right. plot points. I love the over, like the narration and things like that. I like how it all kind of comes together. Right. And it really fit well. We're turning this into a big short podcast, people. Uh, <laughs> it, it fit well with the subject, too, because part of it was the complexity and insanity of the financial products offered around mortgages. It sort of contrasted well or you know, with what, they, what the movie actually was. It was yes. like all these ridiculous cutaways and breaking the fourth wall and all that stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Um, you got Anthony Bourdain explaining to you what a... Um, what the hell was it actually? Was it, was a mor- it was a mortgage-backed security or something like. No, no, the chef was um, uh, making the, the fish stew out right. of leftover fish. Oh, it was. Uh, so it was bundling diversification. Yeah, essentially throwing right. a bunch of crap together. Anyway, um, I did not really care for Vice too much. I thought there were parts of it that worked really well, um, but overall. I mean, it just did not come together in the same way the Big Short did. No, um, I can agree with you on that. And one. I just think at times, we're just sort of... I thought the sort of flourishes and sort of stylized bits excuse me, were interesting, but almost got in the way of the rest of the movie. Like, it didn't help in the same way it helped the Big Short. Uh, I can agree with you on a, on a bunch of those. But there were some. I'm trying to. You have to. Politics is always tricky. Politics yeah, is like, always tricky. This one and is a very distinct voice. You too. clearly knew what he wanted to say. Oh, absolutely. Clearly knew what he wanted to say. And if this movie was made 60 years from now, you'd probably get a better reaction. But I do understand how some people can be. Really, ups- not upset, but disheartened or disgruntled by this movie. Well, um, I, I mean, well, first off, it's a hundred percent a not like Dick Cheney movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, let, let's even get past the the point of people who just be alienated just because of the politics in the first place. Because, I mean, just call it what it is. You know? Yeah. But I mean, like Adam McKay, like he's not really hung up on that. I mean, it's. <laughs> I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, this movie came off way more like W than I thought it would. 
I yes, I can. I can like I can, going in. I, I can thought, join you on that one. I thought it'd be like nuts, and this is just kind of like insane and like one dimensional and like. There's even just very basic things of like I don't he, I don't understand what the character Dick Cheney is or was like. Essentially, it's like, hey, you want some power, Dick? He's like, yeah, sure, if my, as long as my wife doesn't yell at me again. Yeah, but that's I think he didn't want to linger on that too much. There no, were certain but I think points it's, he but, wanted to get across. There was points but, in the movie he you, wanted to get across. If you have a biopic though, and you have a central character. You need to at least like be able to like establish why they're doing what they're doing and like what their, um, you know, motivations are. I, and I just and think he you did just not never do understood that. it. No, he did not do that. But then at the end of the movie, I thought, wow, he. We don't know what he wanted, but we knew what everybody else around him wanted. So I knew what his wife wanted. I knew yeah. what. Rumsfeld wanted. I knew what George wanted, and certain things like that. Mm-hmm. But this, you're right, though. The central character, you did not get to know what his motivations were. And I don't think that reflects poorly in any way on Christian Bale, because I thought he was incredible. I, in fact, I thought almost all the acting was, like, spot on. I thought it was really good. Yeah, I thought I Steve Carell did a great Dude, Don I, Rumsfeld. Were you, like, 20 minutes in, you're like, why isn't this just the fucking Rumsfeld movie? <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's... Yeah, I mean, it's a biography, pretty much. You need to know where he kind of came up from. Right, but, like... Like, no, Steve Carell is, like, great in this Steve movie. Carell, Steve Carell as Rumsfeld was one of the highlights of this yeah. movie. I'd say second to Christian Bale's Dick Cheney, which wow. was... I mean, I gotta give him credit. That was spot on. Uh, it was good. I thought he did a great job with that. I just... I guess I know what Adam McKay was trying to say and not even agree, disagree, or anything like that. I just think he did, like, a shitty job, like, coming across. Like, really? he sounded like an upset, like, you know, freshman year, like, you know, poli-sci major just being like, oh, have you guys seen this shit? What happened? And then there's, like, this movie's going to age poorly. I'm just going to tell you that. Because, not even because, like, people are going to like Dick Cheney again or anything like that, but, like, it, it's an incredible, like, of the moment, like, showing things like, uh, you know, to even get past the whole, oh, we're just going to blame Dick Cheney for the uh, everything that bad that happened in the world, which is literally pretty much a thing that happens. Like, there's, like, oh, forest fires. I guess that was his fault. Yeah, oh, God, that <laughs> and, was like, the worst the part. heroin epidemic and, like, you know, um, you know, children being separated from their families at the border. Yeah, like, it, was, it was the most, not heavy-handed thing, but it was just the most shoehorned in thing ever that he tried to put just in the end of the movie. Like, all this, he's right, all this, all this shit happened, and it's Dick Cheney's fault. Yeah, can I ask you, by the way, I, I had to, I had to, I actually... Technically walked out on this movie, but really, and I just had like a really bad stomachache and had to go to the bathroom. And I'm pretty sure it was at the end. Is there anything after him, like having the heart, like pretty much th- that scene at the end with like him getting like his heart replaced or whatever? Uh, no. Did you get the little speech from him? No, I didn't. Okay, so that's that's kind of where it, like, made it better. So maybe that crystallizes it at the end. It okay. it was. So he sat down for an interview with a lady. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like it was just a news reporter. Whether or not this actually happened, I don't know. And then uh, she started asking him questions about... Oh, I forget exactly what it was, but it was like an on-the-point question, and typically politicians would 
just sideswiping everything. So he he breaks the fourth wall and he looks at the camera and he's like, I I kept you safe for four years or eight years or whatever it was. There, you're safe in your home. There's been no terrorist attacks or whatever. Yada yada yada. I'm not apologizing for anything. If anything, you should thank me. Mm-hmm. So that was the end. And that's, I mean, growing up in that time period, yeah, okay. That made me like him even more. So that's, I think it's just, right. it offered like the counterpoint to whatever else Adam McKay was saying in yeah. this movie, which is clearly. He harped, he harped on, like, two major points. Bush won by 500 votes in Florida, and then there was um, the executive power thing. Yeah, so they talk a lot about how, you know, Cheney was... Executive authority, big I think of, is what it's called. Yeah, like, the unitary executive of all that. Which, like... I mean, like, okay, dude, like, that's chill, but then, like, the next guy came in and did, like, the same exact thing, and, like... Like... I feel like if there's a story about, like, Dick Cheney, like, that's an odd framing device of, like, him, like, grabbing power through people's weird interpretation of the Constitution. When, like, it was never even really challenged or brought up in public debate or anything like that. Yeah. Like, we spent, like, 20 minutes talking about, like, constitutional theories that were never even really questioned or debated. Agreed. Not even not even to say they were right or wrong. Like, I, just, like, it's... They glossed over things that demanded more attention. Right, I mean, there's there's other things he could have, I don't know, talked about in the meantime. Yeah. Also, I th- thought it was interesting how they said, like, people calling it climate change instead of global warming was, like, a Republican thing, when it's, like, just, like, scientists being more specific. Am I wrong I... with that? No, because know? global warming was scrutinized by the Republican Party for such a long time that they had to change it over to... Um, but climate change I re- to i realized that but it was framed as if republicans came up with the idea of calling it climate oh, change okay. see to, i haven't like, seen the movie to so. take no no no, no the, i agree movie, with you because that's because yeah, that's, what, that's what i always sort of thought is that right. global warming wasn't specific enough right because it's like hey look at this it's cold outside yeah um but they framed it as if it was you know like a safe cigarette kind of thing like you mm. know like you know oh climate change who gives a shit you know it's yeah. not global warming Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought it was very, like, there's parts of it that's, like, having, like, an opinion and other things. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. It's, it, it's, uh, very much opinion. There's a lot of opinion more towards, more towards the end. Yeah, you gotta, if you disagree with it, okay, you know, that's fine. Oh, yeah, you gotta go into this movie not having a bias. But it's trying not to. Right. But even, like, on top of that, to a certain point, it's like, okay, bro. Like, chill out. Yeah. No, he was Um, going, he he was taking, you give him a lot of rope on some of those things. Yeah, oh, yeah, I I did. I did. Like, I love the, uh, the, the, like, fake credits midway through. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was, all right, Um, so that was funny. Which I guess is kind of a spoiler, but, like, anybody with a brain fucking knows what's going to happen. No, but that's, like, the turn. Yeah, so right. it's it's pretty much everything up to be, like being nominated VP. Yeah, they and did kind of skip him being like Secretary of War during you know uh, or Secretary of Defense during the Iraq War. But anyway, yeah, they did. Uh, skip it was, over it was kind that. of an interesting omission, but I don't know what else they really would have said. But you know, they essentially like you know end the movie after you know he rec- you know his daughter comes out to him and all that and like you know he's 
goes to Halliburton's like you know Dick and Lynn Cheney like living for Virginia raising golden retrievers or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah, and then the right. phone rings and it's you know a call from uh, George George Bush's people. Um, I mean, listen, this is I literally could probably talk about this movie two hours and yeah, not, not even Same get here. political and then talk, get political and go for like seven. Yeah. So let's. Is there anything else you you have on this one, Chris? Um. It's uh, I I don't want to dissuade Adam McKay for doing these types of movies. I'd like because, to see him another shot, and thank God this came after the Big Short. Oh because he would yes. not make the Big Short. Oh absolutely. Like oh, yeah. So I think I think it's I think when he has other people doing a lot of the research for him, and and there's more evidence to the fact. Um, so I, if, yeah. so vice there's a lot of there's a lot of wishy-washy things that I'm pretty sure are not true but there's some things that I'm I wouldn't it wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if they were true and right. the problem with the big short or this movie compared to the big short is the big short we work in finance all of that stuff is true yeah almost all of that is true whether or not those certain things happen obviously there's errors and like the overall like yeah there's like ca- characters over, or but itself but the overall big picture of what actually happened real thing, right? that is actually true it's just i think that this falls short for a little bit in the in yeah. this movie but i i love his style of filmmaking and i want to see him keep doing more things i would love him to do more concrete things instead I, of I like think a, he's probably uh, he should go based. he should go find something out like another bestseller and like make an adaptation of it yeah cuz i feel like it's just the whole thing just didn't work for me. Even like the things, the the funny random shit they did, like Alfred Molina like reading off all these like you know awful things that they were going to do, pretty much like as a waiter in a restaurant. Like, oh, I thought yeah. that was yeah. funny. I thought uh, when they just start reading Shakespeare, like start reciting. Oh Shakespeare, yeah, before they start going the at it in the movie. bedroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just, and it's, it's I got I got to look up what that is, but I think it's like Richard the Third or something like that, which is one where he just fucking kills everybody. Um, I liked it, but I just I felt like it just it didn't it didn't help with the movie. It didn't like add anything. Yeah. See, I thought this was really I thought it was really good actually. How I fu- it. how funny did you find it? I saw it in a theater full of old people, so like you're not getting any laughs out of that crowd. Um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny. It wasn't uh, clearly as funny as The Big Short, but I think it was just the right amount to yeah. make it. Uh, you it know, was make on it enjoyable level for me. Yeah, yeah. There was no laugh out loud moments. There's definitely a few chuckles. So I, let's give this a rating. And move yeah. on. Uh, yeah. What do you want to give it? I'm going to give Vice a six point five. I give this an eight eight. Wow. Uh, I liked it a lot. So you guys are way off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's but that's the thing. If you look at reviews also online, there's a lot of it's. It's you either the, love yeah, or there's hate gaps. It. There's gaps. And with I mean, this it's one. it's it's people saying, "Hey, you know, you weren't fair to Dick Cheney," or "Hey, you were too fair to Dick Cheney," and like you know, it, it comes from all different angles, from yeah. all different you know. If you look uh, at if you if I'm I'm looking at it as a movie as a whole, the acting was great. It was pieced together nicely. Um, the story itself, it's a. It's a biopic, so it's not really you're not asking for a bunch of like new yeah. things out far out there. Actually, things. I'm 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 gonna change my score. I know we never do this. I I'm gonna change it to seven two because I I am definitely gonna rewatch it and check it out. And there are parts that I really did like. 
I just thought the whole thing just there was enough to turn me off. It's kind of like the um, Last Jedi sort of dynamic. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like a certain things of like you know, I had a red line that uh, was crossed, and I actually will take action. So, okay. so uh, Sean, you fill those in. Yeah, everything's filled in. Um, okay. I actually have. So since we're uh, what. I wrote it down. I didn't know you were writing it down. Oh, oh. yeah, no, no. But I, 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 for for our last part here, we're can we do? Can we do one more review. quick one that yeah. I got? Yeah. Okay. So I saw Ready Player One, which is on HBO. Right. I'm going to really quickly run through it. First off, I'll give my score. Okay. Which I'm going to say, uh, shit, six point five. Okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> you laughing? Um. Okay. Here's the thing. I don't know if. Steven Spielberg just made a shitty movie or everyone else has been making Spielberg movies and like we just know like what this is because this movie had like like if you're like the same guy did Jaws or Close Encounters or not even like Saving Private Ryan but just like I mean what did he do that was good in the 90s fucking Jurassic Park Uh, and did this movie I'd be like no fucking way dude (laughs) like he did Saving Private Ryan in the 90s it's just so that's not my point Anyway, okay. right. um, blockbusters. Type. Yeah, different kind of movie. Yeah. yeah, if the same guy who did Schindler's List <laughs> could make <laughs> this, um, no, okay, I just, I thought this is like a fucking J.J. Abrams movie, man. Like, yeah, it really, <sighs> yeah, it had like no heart to it, and I it thought it was going to be maybe it's just all this like, and I'm sorry, this sounds awful, but all this like YA young adult like fiction crap that is just like in like all of the fucking big budget movie well not no. all but like no but it's it, almost it's everywhere lot, it's been yeah. a huge trend since harry potter took off well that it, well i mean the mortal not mortal engines what the hell is that yeah that mortal the, engines that's that's one yeah. too is that the one that came out this year the yeah tanked hard boy that, yeah. did that do great <laughs> yeah yes. um no it's just like we have cities on wheels these movies yeah. are just I don't know. There's nothing there. There's nothing to grab onto. Even as a blockbuster, like there's a shitload of CGI, but like the, all the action scenes are like pretty much incoherent. That you have like almost no idea what the fuck is going on. Mm. Ah, it's just disappointing. Uh, Mark Rylance has like a as a coder. I don't know if I like love the audacity or just think it was like shitty uh, casting. <laughs> I totally forgot Simon Pegg was in the movie until the end. Um, oh, yeah. Mendelssohn's Mendelssohn, man. I don't know. Like he's he's trying, dude. He's trying. <laughs> he's, he's struggling too. It's quicksand. I mean, he's I, don't, in quicksand. I don't know what he, what else he was gonna do. I mean, he he's he, in, he did all he could. He's in quicksand. Just keep trying to get out. Yeah, <laughs> he's dragging Just in. Keep man. trying to get out. Oh look, a rogue one. No, what else is he? He's gonna be in something else. Wait, is that is was that T.J. Miller's last movie? Before he died? Like, what do you mean? No, T.J. Miller's uh, Deadpool much- two. Not uh, no. Ready Player One was after Deadpool. No, it wasn't. Really? Ready Player One was yeah. Well, that was March. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. <sighs> Deadpool Two, I believe, as uh, Weasel is T.J. Miller's basically last movie that oh, okay. he's going to be in. Wait, or, why do you say that the last movie is going to be? Because oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Me too, right? Yeah. No, no, no. It was the um, the bomb threat on a train while he was intoxicated. No, there was there was also a. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was Me Too. Was I think like he got a, lightly Me Too. He might have no, been No, he did. It was like too. an. A, he claims crazy ex girlfriend. You know, whatever the story is, he's not getting work. More anymore. or less. It was the being intoxicated on a train and calling in a bomb oh, threat. God, yeah, I remember that one too. 
Yeah, he's he's been going. He's down. done. He's down. He's, he's down. down. Which is well, sad because he's think, a funny I think, guy. I think I think he's probably just like we're gonna sit the next one out. Oh, he's in this fucking Robin Hood movie. That's what I was thinking. Of. Oh god. Oh, the one that just. Oh oh yeah. Another bomber this year. Yeah. Oh, and he's gonna be in Captain Marvel too. Who is? Oh, he's the bad guy in Captain Marvel. Oh. I think. Oh okay. Oh, that doesn't. Talos. That that sounds like a bad guy. <laughs> Oh boy! Ready Player One is a waste of everyone's fucking time, and it's two and a half hours. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I just this is quick reviews with John. It is a lot. Well, we're, we have a bunch of other quick, quick in, uh, like yeah, numbers. Yeah, Chris, get some yeah. quick hitters. Yeah. Give us, give us some quick hitters. Here. So I got some. Uh, I got. A, I watched a bunch of movies since we've. I've actually been on the show. Uh, just going down the list. Don't really want to harp on any of these too too long. Uh, Predator finally saw it. Six point eight. Um. How come we can't see more Thomas Jane? Because he's like got the Tourette's and everything. I, I, I really have this question uh, to ask about this movie because I want to see this because of the reviews I've heard. Um, so why are the Predators going after autism? Uh, <laughs> according to Olivia Munn, it's the next step of evolution. So. Okay, I just I just to throw that out there. So, um, okay. and, 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 and the Predator, the power of one autism. other thought I have about this movie is we you guys have seen it, right? No, the Predator. Oh, you haven't seen no. it. Okay, so so I'm not going to give a brief rundown, but basically, there's a Predator just... coming to save the human race. Yes. Um, by giving them a quote-unquote weapon to defend themselves against other predators is who are it, coming to invade the planet. Is it autism? It's not <laughs> autism. Is it like the, uh, the thing with like the blocks that are different numbers and only certain shapes go into certain holes? Nope. The other <laughs> yeah. predators are taking they um, are taking the best things of like animals and beasts and things of other planets oh, and infusing their DNA and infusing their their DNA with them. Apparently, autism is the next evolutionary yeah. chain in the human race. And the guy okay, is. I can't. I, is that seriously the <laughs> yes, movie? Yeah, yes, this seriously. is seriously that's, the movie. So the guy. That's really. That's kind of fucked. The up. predator <laughs> trying to save the humans comes to the stage. Does the predator like, have autism? No. Hold on. I'm trying to get this point across so we can not move on. One. This is not the best movie in the world. So he lands and he's trying to save the humans by giving them a weapon. However, the humans like imprison him and capture him. But for some reason, he feels the need to kill every single human on the base. <laughs> You're trying to save them, yet you kill all of them. Yeah. Don't get it. That's Is that it. like serial killer logic? Where it's like, <laughs> if I kill them, I save them. Yeah. Is this what? like a movie where they just like pull the meaning of the movie like out of their ass in the third I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. When I was more interested in the characters themselves, because mm. Thomas Jane was like an autistic guy. I want to see that. He played off well with some other... Some other guy, I can't remember his name, but he was in Parks and Rec. He was the, um, oh, God, he was one of the boyfriends, so not really main character, but he's one of the boyfriends of the cast. But um, he, they played off really well, and then there was a bunch of other ones. It was like ex-Marines, ex-military. I want to see them. I don't, I don't care. I didn't care about the Predators. I just mm. wanted to focus on them. Yeah. I thought they played off each other real well. But it, it, it's 6.8. Story was miserable. CGI mm-hmm. was, yeah. Yeah. And, and you know. It's a shame. It, it is what it is. But 6.8 on that one. So Mission Impossible Fallout, 100% more of the same. I uh, gave that a 7. Does that one have to do with autism? <laughs> more more the same of the previous Mission Impossible. No, no, no. Fallout. More of the same of pre... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, yeah. not um, Predator. 
So that I gave that one a seven. <laughs> uh, Incredibles two. I don't think anybody else saw it. I gave that a seven seven. Um, Super Troopers two seven four. I gave that a six uh, one. Six one. Okay. Yeah. Um, Game night also a seven four, which is an underrated comedy. So I'll recommend I heard that good for things. So. Yeah, like heard, a decent I, watch if you want to kind of. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. it's nothing. It's not going to break any records or anything, but it's not bad. Tomb Raider six three. No, that's, that's not a good idea. idea. Sorry. So Tomb Raider six three and Rampage, I gave it a seven. All right, uh, Sam, you had uh, three movies real quick. Do you want to discuss? Uh, uh, so Black Klansman. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like it exists. Nothing I was, special. Are we gonna I save not, that for Oscar talk? I can, I could say that for, uh, but like my my quick take is yeah. I was not that impressed. Oh, okay. Uh, you gave that a seven seven. Do, uh, do you like his movies? Spike Lee, you're all right. Yeah, and the uh, the other one, which is definitely getting Oscar Oscar buzz, that you saw um, really quick. Eight one, you saw Green Book. Green Book, excellent acting. Story was kind of meh. Okay, it kind of sums up. I this do want to see that. I do want to um, see that. <laughs> yeah. great acting. Okay, just the story's kind of. That's one of the few movies where I'm on YouTube. The trailer comes up, and I don't press. Uh, I guess I'm seeing this movie. Um, so. Let's uh. <laughs> so yeah, so oh let's we should yeah move on. Yeah. yeah, no, no, we are we are moving on. So with that being said, end of the year. This is our final grades on everything. I have so obviously we have to fly through this. Yeah, numbers can change, but and whatnot. But as of right now, it is 2019. Let's talk about our top movies of 2018. So of last year, top three, top three. Go. Sam, go. Uh, from last year. Okay, what did I get put down? I said First Man is probably the best movie I saw. Okay. Uh, Death of Stalin is the second one. And third, Infinity Wars. Wow. Okay. Chris, what do you got? I'm going to go with uh, number one hands down right now, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Okay. Uh, favorite movie. And then Vice. And uh, then I'll have to do Infinity War. Okay. Well. Okay. John? I am doing, we're just doing best movies. Uh yeah. Number one, best uh, Death of Stalin. Number well. two, First Man. Three, Isle of Dogs. Okay, um, so which is I, on HBO now. Which is on HBO. I, yeah. Uh, so I did these in uh, no particular order, uh, but my top movies. Uh, I went with Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Loved that, that movie. That was good. Um, Paddington Two. Love that movie. Into it, the Padding Verse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like killing my OCD. It's the first blank. <laughs> square on our chart here my bad and uh number three which uh i agree with critics and fans hated annihilation oh okay okay yeah. uh so it's let's worst movie everybody <laughs> worst movie john jurassic world fallen kingdom yeah Ugh. chris even though i rated it higher than a few others jurassic world 2 yeah as well uh jurassic world 2 with an honorable mention to ready player one Ah, yes, Sam absolutely hated that movie. What is, that what did you Sam gave it. Oh, I have it right in front of me. I don't. I actually don't think we ever put it on the board. But Sam gave it a three point seven. Wow, I hated it. Yeah, Ready Sam. Player One. What did I get? Did I text you? Yeah, I have everybody's. Okay. Uh, that I, I have to uh, address that. That was an emotional three point seven. Chris, you gave it a five. That's about where I would yeah. keep it. Like, it's probably around a 5, but, like, emotionally, I had to give it a 3.7 because yeah. it just insulted me. I'm okay with um, that. 
So and then I went with so I went with movie I saw in the theaters or got theatrical release because you know mine would be uh, Avengers Grim Two. A lot of the silent releases. Yeah, I, I saw a couple of those, but uh, movie wise, it goes to Venom. That movie was horrible, but I enjoyed every second have, have of it. Have you seen Jurassic World? I have not. Do you have, have, have to okay, you have to watch it, and you, you'll change your yeah. answer. Sean's going to do an amendment yeah. to his answer next time. I, I might have to. And it's not, I think, speaking for the three of us, it's not even so much the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was... Uh, the worst movie, but it was so fucking disappointing and like it, it was destroying insulting. our childhood. Yeah, and like yeah, but like ve- like voiding the whole fucking. It's thing. like if yeah. you're not gonna care, I'm not gonna care either. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's let's talk TV really quick. Yeah. Um, um I, I'm sorry. I, I had to name six shows. In no yeah, particular. Go ahead, John. Name All your right. six favorite shows of this past year. <laughs> Billions. Succession, which are kind of the same show, so maybe it's only one. Barry, <laughs> yeah, um, which would be my best news show, I guess. Okay. Better Call Saul, which I know no one here watches, but it no. gets better and better. Uh, okay. Maniac, which is kind of yeah. maybe more of an honorable mention, but it was just like weird enough that I liked it on Netflix. It's a very quick binge. And lastly, Little Jump- Drummer Girl, which I don't think we even talked about. No, what is um, that? It's a John le Carre adaptation. With uh, Michael Shannon and others, and oh, and the Lesser Scars Guard, the Sun Scars Guard. Oh, is it, which one? There's 25 of them. Yeah, the one who's like in True Blood. Okay. 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 Uh, and in you know, Generation Kill. Anyway, that was really good. It takes a little while to unfold, but uh, it was awesome. Sean, what do you have? Uh, I went with in no particular order. Uh, the most recent season of BoJack Horseman. Ooh. Uh, phenomenal, probably the best season thus far. Um, I went with American Vandal Season 2 um, because I had to binge watch that whole thing. It kept me gripped mm-hmm. uh, the R. whole R. time. And then, yeah. And the last one um, that we totally forgot, I just remembered I watched it, Altered Carbon. That Ooh. was a good one for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Sam? Yeah, that's pretty good. So, no particular order. I don't watch a lot of TV, so... We know. Uh, (laughs) Legion, American Vandal Season 2, and Runaways. Runaways for the sheer fact of that Velociraptor with a nose ring. Yes. (laughs) I just love that. Old Lace, by the way. Wait, was that last year? Season 1 was last year? Season Season 2 released a couple weeks ago. Which I have not watched yet, and I will. But he's adding it to his top three. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I guess I guess I've, I haven't watched season two. I've yeah. seen, watched season one. Yeah. And that's what I was rating. I guess I'm going to be with you on this one. So I have I have three, and then I guess my fourth would be the carryover, if you will. So uh, Daredevil season three, as I mentioned before, yeah, that was I think that almost this is made the my best. List. I think this is the best season thus far. Yeah. Uh, New Girl or final season. <laughs> okay. New Girl final season is great, and it expands. The expanse. I cannot tell you enough to watch this show. That show's still on. Yeah. Well, no, it's at Sci-Fi. It ended at Sci-Fi with three seasons, and now it's going to Amazon. Amazon's going to pick it up. Oh, uh, okay. So they're going to put some money into it, and then I guess my carryover, even though I haven't seen it yet, is the last and final season of Vikings. Which started a few weeks ago, uh, and uh, I think like five or six weeks ago, and I have not right. started watching it. I'm just so so hyped for that. All right. Um, so last category we got is um, worst slash most disappointing uh, TV show. Um, Sam, you wanna you got one for that? Sure. Uh, it's not really disappointing because I never really got into this show, but I watched the second season and it was just bad. Westworld. Okay. 
Well, that would that would make it disappointing for yeah, you. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, John, I have the same pick. Although I would not say it was just bad. I thought there was plenty of uh, good moments, but on the whole, it doesn't. Um, didn't really cut it, man. Yeah, it doesn't it hold up to the first season. No, not yeah. at all. Uh, so. Chris, you got a uh, disappointing or worst? Um, I have uh, new. So the worst new show, I've only seen a few. But okay. um, the worst new show is The Crossing. Um, oh, the God. Crossing, yeah. I forgot I watched that, too. Yep. And then um, <laughs> the disappointing one, and, and that's recurring, so I just wanted to say that, is uh, The Gifted. I'm actually losing interest in it. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm not saying it's at the point where I'm not going to watch it anymore, but it's uh, it's losing me hard. It's yeah. losing me fast. Yeah. Do you guys have any other shows that are kind of like departed shows this year as in like well i haven't I just, done it, they're yet. still oh sorry yeah go ahead Charlie. wow stepping on my toes sorry it's my turn all right so yeah no the crossing was terrible so i i'm gonna say that's the worst but for disappointing i went with the most recent season of arrested development i watched yeah. i think two episodes of it it didn't pull me in at all i remember chuckling a couple times maybe it got better but if you can't bring me in after two episodes of a half hour comedy show there's something wrong so anyways uh, other uh, TV were, shows were there, yeah were there any shows that just stopped watching because whatever Chris already sort of brought up what, you, what was that The Crossing no no um, gifted. gifted 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 um, I, I'll have to go with I stopped halfway at Manifest okay. it was not carrying me everybody loves it I don't know why uh, that's the one where the, the boat no, it's no, like they no, the plane disappears for five years oh, or seven that. years or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Amy watched that. Yeah, so that's a big show apparently, and, yeah. and I'm just not – it's not capturing me enough where I'm going to watch it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. it, And Walking Dead, obviously. Yes. I haven't seen that. Perennial favorite. At yeah. all. Yeah. I'm going to say for me, Glow. I watched the whole first season, and okay. I thought it was kind of delightful, and just got like two episodes in and just didn't know Okay, okay. It's a lot. I mean, there's just a lot out there, man. Stuff gets yeah. stuff. Uh, there's a lot of TV. Really got to pull me in to like yeah. get get me to keep coming back, and that's the problem. Um, you know, Runaways does that for me, or has been. But like, I like the fact. I, I feel like I'm more likely to finish a show that is on the stri- uh, streaming service than a show that's airing on TV, unless that once that whole season is dropped, then I'll probably binge it. Well, there's certain. So I'm starting to find that it, I think I watch the most TV that anybody here. Yes, you do. Yeah. Uh, the most of my shows that I could watch are, um, I'd say I think I've watched 18 shows, maybe all, but I want to say six of them are on Hulu, Amazon, yeah. and Netflix. Yeah. Hulu immediately after, or Amazon, or or um, obviously Netflix and things like that. The things that are not, but you can watch it in the app, like the CW app. All those shows I yeah. watch, I DVR and I watch those on there. But you can watch them in the app. But the only one I guess that is not is Vikings, okay. which I don't think is on the History Channel app, and Criminal Minds, which is the CBS app, which is just jack shit. I hate it. Like, yeah. You can't. They don't have anything on there. So but you yeah. gotta you gotta get that all access money, dude. Yeah, but I'm, it, there's only so much I can do, and then Disney Plus is going to charge oh, me an arm and a leg. So <laughs> that's uh, 2020, right? You know, Disney I don't know, Plus. but I saw on the contract the Verizon is not does not have a deal with Disney yet. Disney's trying to charge an exorbitant amount of money really? for all the Disney channels on Verizon. So 
I think that's uh, Disney XD and yeah. you know, all those kids yeah. and whatever. I don't know if it's ESPN because think, that's no, also Disney. They, but they, they they figured that out. Uh, it was going to go black on uh, New Year's Day. Oh, was that what oh, it was? Okay. They figured it out. Yeah, that's just a regular. I mean, they have carriage disputes all the time. I don't think there's. Yeah, that'd be a plus thing. Um, I did see one interesting thing, which I don't know, dude, Sam. You don't have an entry for that list, right? You don't watch enough. Uh, no, there actually is a show that ooh, I've kind of given ooh. up on. It's Riverdale. Really? Ooh, don't tell Ryan. Like I, I keep trying to watch it, and like I get bored with it. Just uh, have you finished this? Was it second season? No, no. That's like uh, I stopped at the second season. I'm just like, yeah. eh. I gotta pick up uh, season three. I haven't started it yet. Although, go based off of that, heard uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is amazing. Yeah. See, I don't want to so, hop who, into okay. that until I finish the second season. What? Who told you, and what was her name? Um, the <laughs> internet and the internet okay no i know a lot of people who've seen such it such a sexy name all right <laughs> internet it's got the best internet <laughs> i feel like she's into the, but no, the, the internet is like i mean it, it spawned the first season I feel like she's and then into the immediately and spawned the second yeah. season plus a um Eth- the ethers the ether yeah. cables Ooh, so it's the huge ethers. yeah <laughs> the 50 foot long ether cables Ooh. well netflix yeah. will not those. cancel anything unless it's uh made by disney so those right. high-powered routers Pun- with the four outlets. <laughs> Dear God, guys! See, I heard, she, I heard she goes wireless. So, <laughs> Punisher been canceled yet? No, uh, season uh, the the uh, trailer for season two drops tomorrow. There's no coverage gaps. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys done love, over there? Love swaying with the extenders. <laughs> Maybe she should meet up with Sean's wireless over here. Yeah, yeah. Get a better connection, man. <laughs> we should do a cha- Choose Your Own Adventure podcast, and just all the endings are this one. <laughs> uh, all right, final thoughts. 2018. 2018. Uh, 2018. My movies. Oh, oh, really quick for 2018. So, uh, so I have our ratings on the air. Our updated ratings. Okay. Our average movie ratings. Uh, John, you gave this year a 6.8 based on all your ratings. Okay. Um, I gave it, and that's off of 16 movies. 16 movies, okay. I, off of 21 movies, I gave it a 6.8. Okay. Uh, then uh, Sam, you actually saw a lot. Believe, uh, oh, sorry, Sam, th- Sam, you're at 21. Sorry, you're a 6.8 for 21. I saw 27 at 6.8. And Chris, Wait, so Sam was at six point eight as well. Yep. Wow. And Chris, you saw thirty. I at, still saw the most movies. Yep. Well, Guys, because I, of the end, the end, you just like bang through everything. But I had a kid, and I still watched more. I know. Movies than you but guys. you gave this year a six point six. Yeah. Which, uh, but yeah. All in all, our year was a six point eight. The fact that three of us basically averaged the same was pretty incredible. I mean, let's be, we pretty much all came in the same place. I think overall. Little bit of a disappointing year, although I yep. think the big blockbusters did sort of come through. Although I think that's really just Infinity Wars. I'm saying that for yeah. Maybe. I mean, Black Panther was good, and yeah. Ant Man was. I, good. I, I think, think um, the the problem with this year and these these numbers is right now the Oscar movies have come out and like there's buzz about them. Compare this year to last year. Last year, you know, we had Shape of Water. We had the three billboards. You know, there was a lot of buzz around those two movies. And those like, movies like suck. Get though. out. What? Those movies like aren't good though. Those yeah, movies are Shape of Water. Co- really? Yeah, but compare those. Compare that to this year. Compare those to this year. 
This know. year is I not... I have not seen Mary Queen of Scots yet, so like yeah. I'm not shutting the book on 18 yet. This is not <laughs> as good of a movie no. year as last yeah, year. Yeah, if None I had of a... us saw Bumblebee. That's true. No. I don't that have is... time to go see movies. Oh, man. The pro- I think our problem... Chris, yet you seem to see so many. How do you <laughs> see so many? I think our problem is... There's only one I watched online. Legally. There's... <laughs> our problem is... And I think this goes more or less for you guys. Yes. Is you watch too many Netflix films. But like we said, Netflix fl- but films I, have definitely gotten better. I, know, I agree. So, but like, then fair. you also saw like Avengers Grimm 2. Those, yeah. See, I only saw three. Wait, is, Sean, is Sean counting the bullshit Asylum movies? Those two, yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, well, that's. I think we're, that's we're going to talk problem. about this. I think that's the problem. This is oh, <laughs> off air topic. I mean, I've seen a lot of new videos this year too. I don't fucking rank them on the podcast. Yeah, uh, I think it's. I, I think it's just we're, we're dabbling too much in the Netflix realm, and we need to kind of. Hey, I need. I need to find time because I need to yeah. go force no, you guys to go see movies no, in the theaters we, like we did last year. We all did see plenty of movies in theaters. Okay. List ain't done, yo. Yeah, yeah, no, there's still a bunch of 2018. I think we have up until Oscars to keep the list going. So, you know, we'll uh, we'll get all that stuff. What movie do we think is going to start next year? uh, This year's list. I don't know. I don't. It's going to be at the top. What's our highest rated movie? Um, I, I gave Paddington eight nine. Um, I think mine's First Man at eight nine. First Man in eight nine. I think Sam has the highest at an eight nine. I have eight nine for Paddington. I got eight um, eight for Vice. That's my yep. highest. First Man slash Paddington would be our highest collectively rated movie of the movies we all saw. It would be Infinity Wars and a Runaway. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. We did not exactly see a lot of movies. The four of us. No, I think that's the other thing, Chris. Uh, that you should like. Not that we didn't see a lot of movies. We didn't see a lot of movies collectively. Yeah, I guess. We all did see a There's lot There's no of way I'm watching Avengers Grimm, though. No, I don't blame you guys. All right. I wouldn't. Well, we, we can take this performance review off air. Yeah, so why don't we finish it up? So right. this, I guess over the next few weeks, we'll we'll start banging out these Oscar movies, and and then we'll uh, eventually get an Oscar and, podcast. And stay tuned to find out what the first movie of 2019 to be reviewed is going to be. Ooh. Yeah, I know. So, um, so we're just not going to do a Globes React? No, we're not going to do a Globes <laughs> React. Well, anyway, anyway, uh, so uh, if you like all of our episodes, you can find all of them on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher for free. And um, leave us a message on wow. Facebook, facebook.com slash Nights and Nerditude. And I will say free because some people don't know that. Well, anyway. People who are listening to the podcast don't know it's free. <laughs> anyway, find us on Facebook and leave a review. What was your favorite movie? What was your favorite TV show? What did you not like the What most? if they want to pay us? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm well, okay with that. Oh, jeez. Let's just end it. All right. So uh, that does it for us for this week. Until next time. Bye. Adios. Adios.